0: Welcome to Boob Tube, the podcast where smart women talk about what they're watching and not watching. This is Amanda Teuscher.
1: and this is Sarah Whiteus.
0: Hey, Sarah, how's it going?
1: Pretty good. I like the way you said that this week, Boob Tube.
0: I feel like I always say it that way, and I notice that I do it because, <laughs> like, you, you pointing it out to me makes me be like, feel very seen. Like, I because I, I, I'm always like, why do I say boob that way?
1: <laughs> I, <want you> to <laughs> I just try it again. It. I want you to give it a different pitch every every time you every time you do it I
0: always say I don't know what it it's like this I don't know if it's like a Midwest accent or... It's a little, it seems like a like, little bit of
1: that like boo yeah
0: instead of boo, boo. But, <laughs> but I can't even say it the way normal people do but boo. Boob, boob,
1: boob, Boob, like two O's.
0: Boob, boob. I, I can only do it if I change the register of my voice. I'll it like actually it. sounds
1: completely different when you say it that way. Yeah, that's
0: because I'm being an idiot. But anyway, <laughs> boob, tube. boob tube. Um, boob. So, yeah, um, this week we're just going to kind of talk about some, you know, shows that we watched this past week. Um, Just kind of a little uh, catch-up week. Catch-up um, some... week,
1: yeah. I talked about catching up on some things last week so yeah where it was a maintenance week it was a maintenance week although you watch some kind of old and new things yeah um, so we
0: do have some stuff to yeah. you know talk about um yeah some some news <laughs> do you see how i did that
1: yeah it was more more of a double o there yeah <laughs> news um, And yeah. you can use
0: michael sure um he of Uh, Parks and Rec Brooklyn Nine-Nine and uh, podcast favorite The Good Place um, is developing a new pilot. Um, It's a show about a a woman veteran who opens up a bar um, I think in her backyard called Abby's and it's starring Natalie Morales um, and I kind of love that he's like he realizes that Cheers was so great, and he's just like, let's have it be, like, a woman bartender now, so.
1: I like that idea, lady opens up bar in backyard. Sounds like it would be, uh, somewhat illegal, but, um, I mean, I maybe is, depending on the concept. state. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. And also,
0: maybe she, are, do, do you know that she's opening it in her backyard? No, I thought you just said she was opening well, it I, in I her did backyard. say that, but I'm yeah. not sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait! No, I'm reading it now on AV Club. Yes, military vet who runs an unlicensed bar in her backyard. So that answers the um, legality question. All right, just, just putting it out there. Much it's to illegal. her new landlord's dismay, it's like yeah,
1: yeah. Some okay, so it'll have monster. a wacky landlord. I love a wacky landlord. Yeah, I'm already a on wacky disapproving this. landlord. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's cute. I like that. I'm obviously here for anything Michael Sure related. Yeah. Um, Interesting thing I saw this week, maybe we can put a link to this in the, we haven't done this before, like uh, with our episode, the podcast uh, description notes, but I'm, it was just the most delightful thing I saw on the internet this week, but it was an, um, it was an article that cataloged basically every piece of art Um, that appears, it's this daily art magazine, which is a website that I had never heard of. Um, and these wonderful people cataloged, like, every piece of art that has ever appeared on BoJack Horseman. Um, it's
0: pretty cool looking.
1: It's really delightful. If you are a fan of BoJack, you will know that, And a fan um, of art. And a fan of art, you know. And, (laughs) like, I mean, who, you know... Where, who doesn't have those two, uh, overlapping, uh, interests who listens to this podcast? Surely no one. Um, and... Yeah, I like
0: the list because, you know, when you're watching BoJack, I recognized a bunch of the pieces of art because, um, I'm very culturally literate. Thank you. you. (laughs) And... But I mean, obviously I also did not recognize a bunch of them or even some where I'm kind of like, that looks familiar or are they trying to do something with that, but I have no idea who the artist is or what it's about. And so this list was really cool because it went through each piece and talked a little bit about the artist too. So I love
1: it. Yeah, the the real piece of art that inspired the parody piece of art. I mean, the people who do the production design on BoJack, um, and it's kind of funny to think of it that way because it's a... Because it's an animated show, but it's such, I mean, the thing. one of the things I love so much about BoJack is, like, it's such a richly uh, designed show and, like, richly concepted. And, like, they really put, uh, the animators, like, really put a lot of thought into, like, the environments that they are in. There's always a lot of detail um, in in the environments of the art. It's, like, something that you notice, but you also, like it just makes sense. So sometimes you, you know, it just fits with, you know, so sometimes you don't notice it. And this was just like really wonderful because there have been tons of times where I'll like spot something and be like, Oh, that's cool. But, um, anyway, yeah, maybe we can post up the link because it is so cool. It's like, yeah, it's just like, I, I just thought it was, you know, the internet is obviously a wasteland much of the time. Um, and this was a wonderful little, little thing. Um, but yeah, so um you know, what are we watching this week?
0: Um let's see. So I did I did watch a lot of TV. I finished um Star Trek Discovery. Mm-hmm. Um I have some mixed feelings about it cuz I really wanted to like it just mostly because to like um put it's down Star Trek. all the what was that? Yeah. But because yeah, because it's, it's Star, Star Trek. Trek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and also because like, you know, they are of course like the the Requisite Legions of um Trekkies out there, usually, like, white male basement dwellers who are kind of, like, already (laughs) primed to not like it, whether it's because Mm -hmm. it had a female character who's uh, black at the center or, you know, and, like, that's further evidence of, like, how women are ruining all their, you know, their lives. And, um, but it's also, like, very different in its entire, uh, like, in each episode and the way it's um, set up than... Previous Star Trek series, mm-hmm. and so I was kind of like going with it. I'm like, this is this is cool. It's all good. It's like really interesting. The acting is good and everything, but like it just moved too fast. Like a mile a minute, or a light year a minute. And um, okay, thank you for laughing. you
1: shouldn't have, you <laughs> It took shouldn't me a minute, laugh. but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it took you it's a like, light oh, year. It's cute.
0: <laughs> but um, the, yeah, it's just like it. it you know, every. Every episode, like starting with, like say, the third episode of the ser- the, the series, I was like, "Okay, okay, well, okay, they, that that was all rushed, but they're they're setting up for this, and and now this is going to be the premise of the new show. They're in this. Oh, wait, nope. Okay, nope. That was resolved, and now we are moving on to this. Okay, well, this is what the show is about. It's about oh, nope, that's been taken care of, and so it was just like rapid, and you don't like get time to sit with things, which is something that was really wonderful about Star Trek in general. So yeah." Anyway, I mean, I'm still going to watch it because um, I kind of want to know what crazy thing they're going to do next. Now that we've like fixed this one whole universe, you know, what are we going to do next? So anyway,
1: it's Um, kind of interesting, a point that you bring up about, about like, you know, about they're not really, um, there really wasn't a lot of backlash to like this new Star Trek, you know, despite you know, having, um, you know, you were saying like a, a, uh, like a a black woman at its cent. you know, a lot of, and I, I wonder, you know, whereas like a lot of these sci-fi franchises, you know, as they're rebooted to like, you know, better be more inclusive, you know, and, and better reflect our actual reality. That isn't just a bunch of straight white males. Um, and, and, you know, you get a lot of these, pushbacks on uh, you know like yeah. spider-man can't be black or you know or whatever like you know and right. like even though well, it's, like spider-man what do you, can't exist but right um, well it's like it's all fake so i don't know even what the concept of like it can't be means but i wonder if you know star trek has always been such a progressive i show. think
0: yes i think that's really it right it's always been about like what if if, you, if humanity had solved its problems and there was no more want and there was no more hunger or war among humans, um, you know, what would we do? Well, we'd go out and we would try to, like, you know, be, um, like, ambassadors to our universe and not do any harm to other universes that haven't met us. Mm-hmm. They're not universes, worlds. But, um, and, yeah, and I think that's, like, definitely, like, the... The prime directive of the show is, yeah. you know, this idea of, like, inclusivity. And, and I like
1: to think that maybe it's always had, um, of course there will be uh, exceptions to this rule, but uh, maybe a slightly more evolved fan base. You know, it's like kind nerds. Right.
0: As opposed right. to People resentful are, as nerds, opposed maybe? To, like
1: yeah, yeah, as opposed to your like rabid, oh, say, Doctor Who fans, or like, I, you know, I don't know. It's like a different. um, And it's also like a show that is kind of primed for change as well, right? Like, there aren't, like, there's been so many iterations of it. Yeah. That and there to be aren't clear, like, I'm not,
0: yeah, I'm not speaking as like a, a Diamond Wool trackie. Oh, yeah, I sure. I've never yeah, ever yeah. watched. Um, uh, the next generation and Voyager, because I was into yeah. this, uh, a captain as a woman. What? Right, Janeway. Um, yeah, but but yeah, um, you know. So I'm I've always just been like someone who like kind of dabbled in it, but like um, yeah, I I don't know. Anyway,
1: and me as well. But I I and that's kind of you know from what I know of Star Trek, that is the impression I have of it. And, yeah, like, I think that it seems accurate. it's it yeah it is like a. Um, just you know it's always been the the space show of the future (laughs) yeah so what, what did you watch this week um well like i said i had you know kind of a a maintenance week although i did watch one um new show as well um but I caught up on, on a few things I caught up. I, I, we talked a little bit about everything sex last week, um, which I finished um, and I thought was still delightful. I still want a lot of members of the cast to be famous people because they're... Um, they're no ones right now. Uh, Wait, you want them to exactly... become famous? I want, want them to be, I want them all to be successful. I want good okay. things for all of them. Like, um, you don't I wish want...
0: that they were different people who were famous. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: okay. no, 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 no. I see where, yeah, I see what you mean. No, no, no. I want them to be the same people, and I want, I wish them they things... were all Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah. I the... Yeah. I just want them all to, um, yeah, just swap out the whole premise of the show so that it's just basically about famous people. Um, no, I thought it was had a a great ending, although it didn't um, have much of a cliffhanger, which kind of makes me wonder if they're, you know, maybe weren't certainly not sure if they were going to have another season. So that's I, well, I think re- like I, I can't
0: imagine that Netflix is sure every anything is going to have a second season. They have right. a
1: bazillion shows,
0: so and I think many. what it's
1: like when you look at the homepage of Netflix right now, it's, it's insane. Like, Almost everything is content that has been created by them. I mean, at least, of course, I'm sure everyone's homepage looks different based on their... No, but
0: they push theirs. They certainly Yeah, do. certainly. And, like, that, this is just their business model, right? Is to just, like, make a billion shows and hope that one, like, goes, like, viral. Like, the way American Vandal right? One it, right, if one really
1: kicks it off or, like,
0: or yeah. Stranger or Things. Or Glow or Stranger yeah. Things. And they hope for one like that. And, like, they can put so... They can have just, like so many different shows out there, and, like, a few are going to take off. Um, Yeah. So I think they, like, end every season as if it's, like, you know, it's going to be the last because they, like, aren't actually that invested in it.
1: Totally, because I I remember that about Stranger Things and stuff as well. Like, the first season, like, well, sure, you could have another season, I guess, but it would – no one would be flipping out if you didn't. I guess, like, this is –
0: yeah, that's the consequence Um, of having, like, no – time slots right like a network is going to have like we can only have four sitcoms this season Netflix is like well we can Mm -hmm. have four million
1: we can have four we can literally have anything that we can afford and um i think that's a lot uh yeah it, it it is it's it's an interesting model i mean i can't even right there's so much on there that like i can't even imagine having time to watch everything that is on like all of their I, I, it's funny I noticed that today I was like just looking at, at, at when I logged in and, and it was just like everything on the main page was created yeah by it's, them. it's kind really, of exhausting yeah. um, so I also I meant to ca- it's funny I meant to catch up on the I was like I haven't watched the X-Files in a few weeks I gotta catch up on the X-Files although oh, I would have held you
0: of, I would have held you accountable
1: well I was also kind of realizing like I knew this would happen but I was like oh I don't care <laughs> It's like, oh, okay. So then I, well, then I also realized uh, the reason was just that it just wasn't on for three weeks. Yeah. Um, And uh, and then, uh, like, un- unwise to me because I'm like, again, this is what happened with the last terrible iteration of this show. But I just stopped caring <laughs> before it ended and just, like, never watched the last episode. So I'm like, seems unwise to me to take three weeks off, but... Um I heard that this episode this week is supposed the, to be coming good. up one I think Alan's. Yeah. One the one that's, I was. yeah. I well we'll see. So yeah, it's it's uh we're recording this on Tuesday and the new episode is supposed to be uh should be on on Wednesday. Um so we'll we'll talk about it next week. But I was just kinda like I should catch up on it. I I don't nah. <laughs> I don't really care. It's fine. It's fine. This season is fine. There hasn't been anything that has reached the high of um the lost art of forehead forehead sweat that we raved about several weeks back, but um, I will say that I also caught up on my favorite show that is currently airing new episodes, uh, which is High Maintenance, um, and on HBO. Um, and I think we've, I think I maybe talked a little bit about High Maintenance yeah. when it first started airing, so don't have to go back into the premise and everything. Um but I really think it didn't get any um major awards uh recognition after its first season. I am really hoping that that will be different this year. Um
0: There seems to be a lot of buzz about it. There like is I was a somewhere yesterday. I forget where where was it. I was with a bunch of people that were all like talking about how great it was, and I was the only person that hadn't seen it. And... It's
1: it's really, you know, it's such a different focus this year, I think. I, I mean, I, um, well, maybe not that. Th- there were a lot of episodes last, you know, you were kind of saying that a lot of the ones in the web series focused on relationships, which I think is true, and that hasn't been uh, so much the case, I think, with its HBO um, form. Uh, but there's just been some really fascinating the last few episodes one was about a um, a Hasidic Jew um, what was one of the storylines and I believe was actually played by a uh, this woman kind of she's a writer for Vice and she hangs out with this group of sort of defected Hasidic Jews for an evening who are all drinking and smoking weed and um, Mm. I think that a few of the characters actually are played by uh, former Hasidic Jews you know they're speaking in Yiddish they're um, and then, uh, I think the best one of the season two weeks ago, um, just, I, I had also kind of talked about when we first talked about the, the crux of the interesting thing about this season of the show being that the two creators who were a married couple had divorced, uh, over the course of the sec of writing this season, um, had it split up right before the production of the season and and we kind of right. like getting coming to terms with their their split of the season and and this episode um kind of directly was was inspired by this and and uh there's even a character who kind of stands in as uh katya uh Blatchfield, who's who's one of the creators an actress sort of stands in to sort of play her, um, and, and kind of play out a little bit of their dynamic, um, because the other, uh, creator plays our main character. Um, anyway, it's just been a really wonderful season. I'll be really interested to see if, uh, if they get more recognition, um, mainstream kind of recognition, uh, for this season. I have no idea, like, how this show rates or anything on HBO um Mm -hmm. it's I imagine it's not like a blockbuster but yeah it is very buzzy um and I just think it's just yeah I I was I hate this word authentic (laughs) um no you didn't I I know it's I want there to be a better word for it but I do feel like it is the most just genuine like experience watching this show it's almost like you're not I almost don't even feel like I'm watching acting a lot of the time. It It's just so, it just feels very lived in and natural and like, the speech patterns, or they talk the way people really talk. I'm a Nicolas Cage aficionado. I've seen almost every Nicolas Cage film of the last 25 years. Bad Lieutenant. Yeah,
0: I love that.
1: Leaving Las Vegas, hello. I didn't see Leaving Las Vegas. Never saw leaving I never Uh, saw it. Never saw saw Leaving Las
0: Vegas. Ah. So
1: Nicolas Cage, alcoholic, down and out in Vegas, like falling into swimming pools, he's a mess. Elizabeth Shue is trying to save him. It's the best thing she's ever done. It's not her best work. It's her best work. Ever. What about Karate Kid? Adventures, babysitting. Yes. Adventures babysitting. and babysitting. Yes. Adventures and babysitting. I wonder what. You know what? I'm going to find out. What are you up to, Elizabeth Shoe? What, 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 what are you up to, Elizabeth Shoe? <laughs> what are you up to, Elizabeth Shoe? What are you up to, Elizabeth Shoe? What are you up to, Elizabeth Shoe? What <laughs> are you up to, Elizabeth Shoe? Um, yeah, I just, uh, I, I love watching this show. Um, but I also caught up on the assassination of Gianni Versace, which I was like, so playing up, hyping to you last week and wanting you to catch up on, which has kind of like gotten really boring in the last, I think I caught up on the most recent, uh, two episodes, which I hadn't seen, um, which go into the season is sort of leading up to, we, we do start out with the murder of Gianni Versace by the serial killer, uh, Andrew Cananan. And then we're kind of going back in time, uh, a week and, and working up to, or a few months and, and working up to that murder, uh, going through the other, uh, very innocent bystanders and people that he, uh, in his life that he, that he killed. Um, and like all of that, I feel like should be really fascinating, but, um, is, just moving very slowly, and I hmm. found myself getting bored a lot. I'd, I'd be really curious if anyone else out there is watching the show and having the same experience with it, because I think also a show that was really hyped, that is kind of like, this eh, is like kind of faded out a little bit as the weeks have gone by, um, and I haven't really heard much about it. And how I'm many like, how many episodes are left? I believe. Oh man, I think there's been. Five or six there's probably okay so it's just in like the mid-season doldrums i It'll feel pick like there's up. probably 10 episodes is my guess um i actually don't know for sure but yeah i'm hoping that it does and i mean um I, the acting is still like uh top notch but um yeah yeah it's just kind of slowed down a little bit for me but um and then the only new show that I watched this week, I, which I think I had said several weeks back also that I was meaning to get around to, was uh, The End of the Fucking World, which is mm-hmm. a British show. I don't don't think it's a Netflix original. I think it's a um, British import to Netflix. Um, but I had high hopes for it. I had watched the first episode, actually. I heard some mixed things about ago. it. Yeah, it starts out on a real high, kind of about this teenage boy who thinks that he is a psychopath. He just thinks about murdering people all the time. And he meets a girl who kind of is like a little bit of his, his, uh, uh, you know, kind of like challenges him a little bit of his personality match. They're both kind of deranged. Um, and they wind up going on this adventure together. And I thought the first episode was like really great. I was super into it. And then... Um, also just petered out for me. I just didn't, yeah, I also read some mixed things about it. I, the story kind of gets all over the place um, and it sort of feels like it needs to reinvent itself about halfway through the season. Um, so I didn't finish it. I have about I got about two-thirds of the way through it. The episodes were only 20 minutes long, so it's not exactly a huge time investment, but I honestly don't feel like super mm-hmm. compelled to finish it, so I don't strongly recommend that one. It's an interesting thing to do if you've got like an afternoon to kill, you could probably watch the whole thing. But um I just was not wild about it, and the characters are, you know, it's like it's not even kind of the thing where they're like so awful. It's fun to hate them. It's like they're just pretty horrible, and it yeah. kind of kind of wears you down. Yeah. Um, it gets a so little... yes, yeah, so I wasn't wild about that either, but um and then you watched uh you went back in time to watch uh so, an old show
0: yeah so i know i told you i was gonna watch the new season of broad city but i was hanging out with people on saturday night and we ended up just putting on netflix and they were like there's this show called don't trust the bee in apartment 23 and i was like yeah i heard about that and they're like it's good i'm like i don't believe you and like because it was marketed like i don't know at least how i remember it being marketed. I, like. Thought of it as being the same as that one show, Two Broke Girls. Yes. And so, like, I was just kind of like, that show's not for me. Like, it was, like, sort of sitcom y, sort of like, like CBS sitcom y kind of. Yeah, thing. just kind of
1: formulaic and.
0: Yeah, just like stupid and like dumb jokes and everything. Um, it's funny. It's so funny. The premise is just that this one. Um, this one young woman, she moves from Indiana to get this job on Wall Street, but, like, she arrives on her first day, and it's, um, you know, being, like, uh, I don't know, the, the SEC is, like, in there, like, shredding documents, and or people are shredding documents, and it's, like, crazy, so she loses her job, and she gets a job at a coffee shop with one of her... Uh, former co-workers, played by Eric Andre, which was super exciting, and he plays such a normal person. It's really funny. I um,
1: forgot Eric Andre was I in know. this show. I know, and so I he's seen it, but I haven't. I haven't like really watched much of it at all. Yeah,
0: and so he's in it. And then um, she ends up getting this great apartment. She moves in with this socialite like um, type person, played by Kristen Ritter, um, and whose best friend is James Vanderbeek, and it's James Vanderbeek playing. James Vanderbeek. Um, and he plays and <laughs> so like I
1: him being like former television. Former star. like
0: Dawson's Creek star, and there's so many Dawson's Creek jokes. I never watched Dawson's Creek. Um but That's
1: somehow unsurprising to me.
0: I can't handle that kind of nonsense.
1: Yeah. Um
0: so yeah, no, I never watched Dawson's Creek, but um uh yeah, so they make fun of it a lot. There's a really great episode where they hold a funeral for his Dawson's Creek like career character whatever and they like light a rowboat on fire with all these like with all this gasoline in central park and it's absolutely hilarious to just see james vanderbeek like (laughs) you know in front of a boat that's on 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 fire thanks for coming
1: to my funeral of course, James you Say the word and I'll sing. Thank you for helping me move forward. And don't worry about your Godfather Day. I'll be sure to find other ways for you to manipulate me out of my money. Mm. I
0: hope so, friend.
1: I remember when this was on, and I was wondering if people kind of thought there would be like a James Vander Beacons. Well, like, I think, I
0: think they, they were of kind of going for that. <laughs> he was going for this, like, very self aware. And I'm such a sucker. I like, I will sign me up for any show where, like, um, actors are playing terrible versions of themselves um you know like extras that one show um right yeah like that kind the, of is that, was that matt, what it's called extras? yeah
1: with matt leblanc i think uh who played joey on friends um and yeah. uh and yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so I, I and then think, there was that british show with warwick davis hey, um, that one i don't know where like
0: Liam Neeson comes on and Liam Neeson is like trying to tell jokes, but he just, he's not, the joke is that he's not funny.
1: Right. Um, yeah, oh on the Gary Shandling show, which I used to watch when I was a kid also. Yeah. Like, stars would always come on and be just usually like terrible or exaggerated versions of themselves. There's like a few famous episodes with like David Duchovny. Yeah. And he's comes on and is just like really poking fun at, at himself. Yeah, I love that it's like kind of meta kind of like this skewering of like a beloved personality
0: yeah oh that so that shows life's too short the one with warwick davis oh, okay yeah you yeah. get the joke um but so yeah so anyway i think it's really funny and it's kind of like a bummer to me that it didn't take off and that and i almost feel guilty about this like like james van Der beek kind of does deserve to have like uh, a renaissance a of his career. yeah a Vander, you know, that's not going to work. You can keep trying, though. Maybe it'll catch on. Because um, he's very funny in it. Like, in one of the, the backstories in the, the... Or not backstories, like, um, background stories in the show is that he is on Dancing with the Stars, and he's competing against Dean Kane and it's really Dean Cain. Um, it's...
1: <laughs> It's just I'm really great. I'm shocked that, that, that neither of them have actually been on. You know they've both been asked to be on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, I and wonder. That's like where that <laughs> joke comes from.
0: <laughs> but it's just so it's so funny, and I just feel bad that I didn't actually watch it. it. Like, it's only has two seasons, and the first season's actually only seven episodes, and then the next one is, like, 20. And, yeah, and so I was thinking about, like, what are other shows that I didn't do my part as an American in supporting? Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. like, they got off the air, and then I discovered them later, and was like, oh, shit, I should have been watching this while they were on the air. And, like, the one that immediately comes to mind is *The Rested Development. Mm-hmm. Because I remember that was on when I was in college, and everyone had been saying how good it was, but, you know, I didn't have TV or cable or anything, and this was, of course, before streaming. I remember being home once at my mom's, like, around the holidays, and... I was like, oh, I can finally watch this show that everyone told me about. And I turned it on, and it was, like, some episode in the second season. And I had no idea what's going on. And Arrested right, Development a hard one to like, catch
1: up in, in the middle of. Yeah. Well, like, yeah,
0: and it's too self-referential and, like, right. meta. You can't just, like, pick it up in the middle. So I was just like, I don't get it. And then later, I was like, oh, this show's great. Back when, That was when, like, people got DVDs and were passing them around, so...
1: It's funny. Arrested Development is one of the last shows, or one of the last uh, reasons... That I remember um, having to, to go to Blockbuster because I uh, oh, yeah. got into. <laughs> I also got into um, Arrest Development. I, I think I started watching it in its third season when it was still airing the last the last season, and then I wanted to go back and watch. And this was like just before I had Netflix, and I remember going to Blockbuster and uh, they had the DVDs of the first. Two seasons, and and I got them, and I rented them there and brought that And that is like my last memory in a blockbuster. Just like, eh, yeah. um. But yeah. you know, that's definitely happened to me too. With like, you know, shows that were canceled too soon. I didn't do my part, and then like I'm saddened to find that they only have like a few episodes. Um, you know, and I think the most recent time this has certainly happened to me was with Twin Peaks. Uh, which I really only watched. Well, you, its... you
0: cannot blame yourself for that. No,
1: definitely not. I mean, most of the shows that this has happened to me with, like, were Listener, on Sarah is before not fifty my years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but still, you know, it's more like even though I couldn't have, I couldn't have helped them when they were on, but <laughs> like I sort of felt like I had been missing something in my life until I found them, and then like. You know, I felt this way about definitely could not have really, well, I could have maybe with my so-called life I found in college. And I was like, uh, you know, I was, I loved my so-called life. And then I just like got to the end. I was like, there's only one season? Like, and it ends on this cliffhanger with Angela, you know, The guy admitting, Brian Krakow admitting that he loves Andrew. Yeah, anyway, so I was like... uh, Admittedly,
0: I remember not watching My So-Called Life, but then watching it in college, I think, and being
1: so profoundly bored by it. Oh, my God, I loved it. I (laughs) I was just like,
0: teenagers suck i said as an 18 year old
1: <laughs> well here's a here's a good one though with a show that i could have helped is i didn't find party down until it was well over oh
0: same no you, ah, that's another one for me too though i didn't yeah. have a way to
1: watch it yeah it was unfort it was like on cinemax or it was on star showtime right no it was on stars, it was stars? I think. yeah it okay. was like some random channel that like you know you only people only have if they have like the full you know, 90 million channels package. Um, yeah. So yeah, like, I mean, no a knows. hard one to support. It's like almost like, how did they, how do those people even get away with like canceling shows? Because like, <laughs> who can even like, watch Like how dare them? you? Right. <laughs> yeah. You it was, uh, it was such an unfortunate. I And I remember that, um, I think that the party down was one that was also added to some, it was probably Netflix or something. It was added to a streaming platform. I remember
0: yeah, so that's early how I on it.
1: in in streaming, and I and I remember be, being like, "Oh, I have a I can watch I have a way to watch Party Down, yeah." Um, and I and being really excited and of course loving it and you know that was definitely um a a canceled far too soon that I didn't get to help and I also like Party Down I can't recall if it was one that like had a big you know ugh, buzz and like. Mm-hmm. Save our show, know. kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, I don't.
0: Yeah, I don't think it had like a save our blues moment. I but, actually um, did
1: find out that my so-called life um, was the first show that had a an online fan campaign to to save it, um, where you know people were mobilized on the nascent internet to flood. Uh, I believe it was ABC was airing it to to flood them with uh letters you know begging them to save the show also a real shame for my so-called life because like by any like modern standard would be like a complete blockbuster hit of a show <laughs> it was like canceled because like only like 15 million people watched it a week or something oh, which like just even like you know 15 you know 10 15 years later was like would have been perfectly respectable Numbers to keep that puppy alive. But um, yeah, first first uh, internet mobilization. Uh, I forgot about Save Our Blues. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you know, another but, show that yeah. I didn't watch when it was on is Veronica Mars.
0: Speaking of the people wearing oh, party
1: down. Um, good one. Good one. I did I did not watch the first season of Veronica Mars, but it's something that I heard about and I, I tuned in in the second season. I feel
0: like I was studying. I think it was I was the year I was studying abroad when it was on in its second season and some girl in my flat had the first season on DVD and we would just sit around on a laptop um, in like the kitchen and just watch it um, and I got hooked on it but then I like came back and didn't have cable or anything or it didn't have a TV and didn't have any way to watch it it's yeah. crazy I went through college without a TV and without Netflix.
1: I can't imagine how you did this. Isn't that crazy? I, it's funny, college is the last time that I really cared about, um, I was like, went to college, when I went to college, I was like, but how am I going to keep watching all of my shows? <laughs> um, and I always had a, a TV in my, in my room in college so I could have my shows close to me, which is like, it's funny, Mass after stories. college was something that I like never cared about again, like having a television in my room but um and then of course eventually didn't need that because a computer is a television in your room but um you know i i don't yeah like i i also i remember i started getting netflix dvds delivered to me my my freshman year and i think that is how i watched the first season of veronica mars where that had showed up i was like Mm, i had grown up buying a lot of series on DVDs and I would buy them from like um, I would troll around the like different like uh, 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 CD exchanges, you know, like use CD Mm -hmm, stores mm -hmm. and DVD stores. And um, there used to be this place in Tenley town called the, the CD exchange. And I would go there and and like see what shows I could get um, on DVD. So I would always buy them. And then, you know, like when Netflix happened and like I could just like, get these things delivered, rented to my... You know, I was, like, catching up on so many old shows, so it was just... And, you know, Veronica Mars, uh, of course, eventually, you know, placates fans by coming out with... They had a...
0: The movie. The
1: movie, which I remember thinking was terrible, but...
0: Well, because it was pro-Logan.
1: It was pro-Logan, no, yeah, and it was...
0: Turd on wheels, but... I just
1: remember seeing it and not liking it at all, but I, I... Now I'm like, maybe I can't... I can barely remember anything about it now, but... Yeah. Because um, the same thing had happened with Firefly, which was another... An, one I never, honestly, had still never Oh, Firefly onto. was
0: one that I didn't watch until after, yeah.
1: Yeah, and that was definitely also one that was just chronically low-rated oh, uh, the whole time it was point. on Fox, yeah, and then... Good and answer,
0: then,
1: Sarah. White <laughs> and then canceled too soon. But then also, it's funny. I have I had seen the uh, I I saw the movie and call, also wrapped up yeah. later on with a movie that I actually really enjoyed. But but great. never, but never. I, yeah, I liked. I remember liking the movie a lot, but I've still never gone back and watched Firefly. <laughs> um, which is funny because it's very on brand for me. Yeah, um, it's great. just, You should. You should. Space Western. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, it's, it's you know, a large type like, of show. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, yeah, I already primed to, you know, for anything Whedon related. Um, yeah. but yeah, so I think, uh, you know, that's really what we watched
0: this yeah, and that's, week. That's but, really what we, we're, you know,
1: we're talking about. Yeah. So well, what, we'll have what have are you not watching, Sarah? Year? Okay. So there's a couple of things I am not watching this week. Um, one is the... Reboot of Heathers, which I remember hearing was happening and being horrified um, that yeah, that it was happening. I love the movie Heathers, um, and so I was extremely nervous to find out that it was uh, being turned into a TV show. And then not just turned into a TV show, but I think a TV show that is airing on the Spike channel. Like, you know. I think that's where it's airing. Yeah. That doesn't sound right. Uh, yeah, I was trying to remember, like, what we, kind of, uh, you know, place it was airing. And I believe that's the channel that it's on. So that's already um, a bad sign. But so Heather's, I'll admit, well, I'm not, I haven't watched it because it's a show I'm not watching. But um everything that I have read about it has been pretty awful. um, And that, you know, instead of being a show, uh, uh, you know, instead of being a a movie about, um, you know, kind of embracing the weirdos, you know, of, of high school, it seems to be a show that um, is kind of like, as if it was written, by uh, a bunch of middle-aged Republicans who are like outraged by like the way we live now
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and uh Kids just these it, days. yeah it seems like there's a lot of like racist jokes a lot of transphobic jokes um seems really horrifying by um every account that uh that I can gather i um one headline that i saw while kind of like looking up um while looking up uh articles on the show was uh heather's tv adaption fucks source material gently with a chainsaw which they were asking for that one and is of course uh my favorite line that's funny. from uh from the movie um but that's just like a great description of it um i love it fucks source material gently with a chainsaw <laughs> so definitely not watching that um other show that i am 100 percent not watching uh this week is a new one on hbo called here and now um let me just describe this show to you quickly um so, the Bayer Boatwrights of Portland, Oregon, appear to be a model family. Wait, ma- what, the what? It's there. Yeah, it's the Bayer Boatwrights. I guess is like it's like a hyphenated name. So it's like this married couple, all right, uh, family. The Bayer Boatwrights of Portland, Oregon, appear to be a model family made up of members from different countries and backgrounds, reflecting the multicultural potential of the country. Philosophy professor Greg and his wife, former therapist turned school consultant Audrey, have three adopted children from Liberia, Vietnam, Colombia, and a biological daughter, the youngest at 17. Um, and basically, you know, I think interesting premise, but it just sounds like every kind of sounds like uh,
0: this is us.
1: Well, that's really interesting uh, that you say that because actually um, in The New Yorker this week, Emily Nussbaum's um, uh, review of it, which is terrible, um, compares it unfavorably actually to This Is Us. Well, I should
0: should have that job too then.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I haven't even
0: seen either show and I'm like...
1: I think sight unseen, you should just apply to be the new TV critic of The New Yorker. Yeah. Just just
0: see what happens. Like, Emily Nussbaum said that? Well, I said the same thing, and I didn't even watch either
1: show. And I didn't get paid (laughs) nothing for it. Um, It sounds like a total mess of a show from from everything I saw. The um, trailer to me looked kind of insufferable. It's disappointing because it's a show from Alan Ball, who created um, one of my top... Five shows of all time: uh, Six Feet Under, um, which is just a classic of I think modern TV dramas. Um, And uh, he also did True Blood, which is not a classic of modern TV dramas, but people people love True Blood though. It it was not my it's not my bag, but um, people do love True Blood. Uh, And this just sounds insufferable. It it just looks really bad if you watch the trailer uh also a shame because it's like tim robbins and holly hunter two Mm -hmm. by all accounts good actors but i can just like see this like tim they're both also just like bleed like real like vocal bleeding heart liberals and like it's interesting because this and heathers seem like kind of weird inverses of each other you know like if Uh, if Heathers is sort of the world as seen by, um, you know, like Republicans fed up with like, you know, accepting trans people as just like normal human beings and not just like some quirk, you know, like and not like a millennial quirk, you know, like yeah. a generational oddity or something. And here and now being just like sort of the world as seen by like maybe the white people and get out, you know, <laughs> like I it, it it just seems like
0: yeah. Well, uh, I think we are not gonna watch that show either show. So no, we're gonna watch, um,
1: but I am really excited that um, something I'll be watching for next week. Uh, Atlanta is coming back, which I am excellent, super hyped about. I loved the first season of Atlanta. It was definitely one of the best shows yeah, yeah. of last year Donald Glover uh, much praised um, for, for it and I'm really stoked it's supposed to be um, great I've read the the first yeah that've been released. Yeah, yeah. so we so will excited probably about talk
0: about that too.
1: Anything you're looking forward to? Oh, uh, I
0: promise I will watch Broad City. Yeah, we we can, we
1: can yeah. do like a Broad City catch up next week. I actually rewatched a lot of it. Oh, excellent. Um, and Love it. you'll uh, be able to so talk with fresh. me about it. Yeah, it'll be fresh for me. Yeah. Um, All cool. right. Awesome. Well, that's so what we watched week. this week. Uh, hopefully you got some good recommendations out of this episode and, uh, we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.
0: Good night.